listening to CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, and it's time now for the Square Wave Symphony News Bite. Hey, it's cool here if you don't know. Let's get into the news of the weird for the week of June 7th. Uh, as I usually don't, I do not read these stories ahead of time, and some of these may not jive all with all audiences, but they have been scanned for objectionable content. Uh, this usually runs about 13 to 15 minutes, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today can't possibly be true. What is art? Maybe don't hurt me. Anyway, uh, for Italian artist Salvatore Garau, uh, it's nothing. The 67-year-old sculptor, uh, sculptor recently sold his immaterial sculpture, I Am, for $18,300, news we reported on June 1st. Buyer got a certificate of ownership. Gerau says his work is a vacuum. The vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy, and even if we empty it and there is nothing left, according to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that nothing has a weight, Gerau explained. The artist demands that the work be displayed in a private home, free of any obstruction, any 5 by 5 foot area, but he has no requirements for lighting or climate control. I should hope not. What the... Seriously? You sold nothing for $18,300? It's about the value of an, N of an NFT. It's about the material value of one, too. Um, well, the actual work itself is... My words are not good. As, and they're also kind of political. Let's just move on, shall we? People with issues not including Salvatore Garau, or that guy who bought the thing. William Amos, 46, a member of the Canadian House of Commons, can't seem to get a handle on technology he uses for virtual meetings. Oh, no. Um, in April, Amos appeared completely naked on camera uh, during a House of Commons proceeding, explaining later that he was changing in his office after going for a run and was sure that he has disabled his camera. On May 26, Amos had to apologize again, this time for urinating, quote, without realizing I was on camera. Another quote, I am deeply embarrassed by my actions and the distress that they may have caused anybody who witnessed them, he wrote on Twitter, according to the National Post. His statement also said he would seek assistance, although it was unclear what type of assistance that would be. Hmm. What a spicy little comment there. Um, one has to wonder if he was doing that on purpose or not. There's a non-zero chance he doesn't know he was doing that, whether he was doing that on purpose. Compelling explanations. Uh, two of these stories. First, in Palm Beach County, Florida, Circuit Court, Judge Jeffrey Dana Gillen on May 28th rejected a stand-your-ground defense in the animal cruelty case of P.J. Nilaja Patterson, 43, who killed an iguana in September and ordered him to stand trial, the Washington Post reported. And Patterson's lawyer argued that the iguana had, quote, leaned forward with its mouth wide open and showing its sharp teeth, uh, end quote, and that Patterson was bitten on his arm, needing 22 stitches. He believed the, the iguana could inject poison, poison into him, his lawyers wrote, so he kicked the iguana and, quote, an altercation between Patterson and the wild beast took place, uh, end 
vote. However, prosecutors say that Patterson's actions caught on surveillance video showed that he, quote, savagely beat, tor uh, tormented, tortured, and killed, end quote, the three-foot-long lizard in an attack that lasted for 30 minutes, during which the animal suffered a lacerated liver, broken pelvis, and internal bleeding. Patterson's next court date is July 30th. Wait, what? So, they, they refused a stand-your-ground against an animal. I have a lot of thoughts about this, but now's not the time. Now is just not the time. Here's another compelling explanation. In mid-May, an Indian engineer with the Sardar Saravar Punar Vazvat Agency, I hope I said that right, in Gujarat was um, asked to explain why he hadn't been coming into work, the Deccan Chronicle reported. Uh, Ramachandra Fefar, who was in his late 50s, um, replied that as the 10th incarnation of Lord Vishnu, he is very busy doing penance and, quote, I can't do such penance sitting in office. I realized that I am Kalki Avatar when I was in my office in March 2010. Since then, I am having divine powers, Fafar said. He claims that his ongoing penance is the reason that India has had uh, good rainfall for 19 years. to wonder. I, I just have to wonder what goes through a person's mind to make them think that they are the second or tenth or X coming of a But um, I have my doubts that this is the case. But if it is, then thanks for the rain. The passing parade. Um, as he gave a campaign on June on June 1st, I almost said June 1th, uh, Albuquerque mayoral candidate Manuel Gonzalez him, uh, found, himself found himself distracted by a drone with a sex toy attached to it buzzing near the stage, the Associated Post reported. The owner of the venue grabbed the drone and its owner, 20-year-old Kalen Ashby Dreyer, tried to take it back. Briar then swung his fist at Gonzalez and called him a tyrant, punching Gonzalez's hands before being removed by deputies. Gonzalez's campaign said the candidate, currently the uh, Bernalillo County Sheriff, was unharmed and, quote, will not be intimidated. My question is, what are you doing flying drones around with questionable items during a campaign speech and then going ballistic when said campaigner um, tries to take mild corrective action. Um, so some people don't know where the joke ends. Inappropriate behavior. Jerry Dittrich, 70, was cited by Greenville, Ohio police on May 30th for, uh, for littering, the smoking had reported. What he was actually doing was defecating and urinating on his neighbor's lawn when the homeowner discovered him around 3.15 a.m. Matthew Guyette, 
called 911 after a spot spotting Detrick relieving himself next to a hedge. Detrick, a self-described Trump man uh, who lives a couple of blocks away, told police that he targeted Guyatt's home because he and his partner are Democrats and support Joe Biden. Reportedly, Detrick had been leaving his mark on the lawn for about 10 years along with restaurant napkins he used to wipe. He is scheduled to appear in court on June 8th. Well, the important thing is they figured out where it was coming from. And there's a lot of things that I could say, but I have no idea what time this is going to be airing, so I'm going to keep some of those opinions for myself. Low-tech solution. Uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic, grounded planes were often parked in deserts, ideal conditions for storing them. But aircraft maintenance crews also discovered unwanted guests. Snakes. Um, sounds like the premise for a movie. So Australian airline Qantas uh, added one more item to its engineering kit, a wheel whacker, also known as a broom handle. Uh, before crews begin their landing gear inspections, they circle the plane, stomping their feet and whacking the wheels to scare off sleepy, sleepy snakes, said engineering manager Tim Haywood. The, quote, feisty rattlers love to curl up around the warm rubber tires and in the aircraft wheels and brakes, he said, according to CNN. We've encountered a few rattlesnakes and also some scorpions, but the wheel whacker does its job and they scuttle off. Um, I guess that's innovation? Although, why bother calling it a wheel whacker? It is just a uh, Anyway. Um, yeah, that's nature for you. Nature finds a way. What else can you say? Our next story under the uh, subtitle of Awesome. On May 20th, Alabama. Uh, Alabama. <laughs> oh, goodness. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey signed into law a bill to override a 1993 ban on yoga practice in public schools, the New York Times reported. While conservative groups had posited that yoga and Hinduism and Buddhism are inseparable, the bill gained approval from the state house and senate before arriving on Ivy's desk. But fear not, students will still be prohibited from chanting, and instructors will not be allowed to use Sanskrit names for yoga poses or to say namaste. The Reverend Cleet, Huck, Cleet Hucks isn't having it though. Schools should not be in the position of endorsing possible altered states of consciousness, he said. Uh, State Representative uh, Jer Jeremy Gray, uh, a certified yoga instructor, begs to differ. Anyone who has taken yoga, we know that namaste is not something religious. Uh, boy, oh boy. I, I don't know why you would associate yoga with religion and altered states of consciousness. It's just an exercise program for, you know, flexibility and such things. I kind of wish I was doing yoga, to be honest, but I wouldn't even know where to start. Our least competent criminal for the week among the charges levied uh, against Jose Aramburo Molina Jr. in Phoenix on June 2nd was improper removal of a dead person, azfamily.com reported. That's because when Melina allegedly sold a parked running van from outside a funeral home, there were two bodies in the back. 
Melina had the key fob for the van in his possession. He told officers he had picked it up off the ground. He also had several illegal drugs. So, I don't think that um, the improper removal of a dead person is the least of his worries. But um, maybe next time, try not to steal a hearse. I mean, he probably shouldn't be stealing anything to begin with. But that's just my that's just my uh, manner of thinking. Anyway, all in the family. Erica Jenkins, 31, is serving a life sentence at the Nebraska Correctional Center for Women in York, Nebraska, for the murder of Curtis Bradford in 2013. Her brother, Nico Jenkins, is on death row for the same murder. She has asked York County District Court to consider her petition for uh, to change her name to Illuminati e Goddess Erica Prestige, the Omaha World Hero Reporter on June 3rd. Illuminati uh, E L L U Benati E Goddess Erica Prestige. Quite the name. She's not alone in her odd behavior during incarceration. Her brother has reportedly completed a series of self-mutilations while in prison, including carving 666 into his forehead, slicing his tongue, and cutting his unmentionables as a tribute to an Egyptian serpent god. Jenkins has asked for a July 12th court date in regard to the name change. Um, strange things happen in life and death situations. That's that I can say about that one. Um, lots of, um, lots of, um, I, I don't know if I'm using this word correctly, but beatific references. Um, anyway. Very interesting news of the weird so far, and there's still one story left, so I guess let's see what, what is in that one about Turnabout is Fair Play. Uh, Titiana Sims, 23, reported a burglary in her house in Hammond, Louisiana in late May, and detectives identified Rory Brett Welda, 29, as the suspect. A few days later, Sims called police to report that Welda was near her residence again, but as it turned out, WBUE-TV reported, he was there because Sims and her boyfriend had attacked Welda and his girlfriend, holding them at gunpoint while taking cell their cell phones and car keys. Sims was arrested on May 27th for armed robbery and other offenses. Her boyfriend is still on the loose. else to add to that one. So let's just leave that one be, shall we? That's gonna about do it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed what you just heard or the chip tunes you're about to hear, then you can catch more of it in the full show, Square Wave Symphony, Fridays at 5 here on CKDU. You can also follow the show on Twitter at SquareSim. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. The background song was Field of Eyes by Twilight of Defect. And I leave you now with The Castle and Tower Dungeon by TDHR and Past the Hexadecimal Table by Superjet Spade. 
before returning you to the world of normal. This has been the Square Wave Symphony Muse by on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio if you don't know, and I'll see you guys next time.